There seems to be an ever-growing amount of encounters with not-deer creatures. If you're not familiar with what these creatures are, they are very similar to what people know as tall deer or skimwalkers. They blend in with the deer around them, but if you get too close, you'll find out real quick that this is no normal deer. Welcome back to the swamp, my friends. It's good to see you made it back for another episode, and welcome if you're new. Today I'm going to be sharing some creepy and allegedly true not-deer encounter horror stories. As always, if you have a story that you would like to share in a future episode, be sure to submit it at swampdweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. Now, without further ado, let us jump right into these creepy and allegedly true not-deer encounter horror stories that'll keep you out of the woods anytime soon. I'll never forget this experience I'm about to share. It was the night of August 14th, 2021. I was fishing at the local river with my friend in a suburb of Minneapolis and St. Paul, Minnesota. We loved coming to this public park to fish because it was quiet, and there was a nice sandbar to fish. In addition, this park had a Sioux burial mound about a half mile from our spot. After fishing for a better part of the day, we decided to leave at dusk. To get back to our vehicles, we had to take a trail through the woods, which was about a five-minute walk. I put up a clip-on light on the bill of my hat so that we could see the path. When I first glanced down the trail, I remember seeing two circular white lights that I assumed were fireflies at first. Once we got further down the trail... We were close to the area where I had seen the quote-unquote fireflies. Then, I saw a pair of eyes that were either highly reflective from my light or glowing white. It wasn't long before I could make out a body. Its body was substantial. It was on four legs, more significant than a wolf but unnaturally skinny. I couldn't make out any facial features at first because its eyes were bright and I wanted to warn my friend. But all I could manage to say was, there, there's something there. We had no choice but to proceed because this was the only way back to our vehicles. This thing just stared us down, but didn't make a sound. The closer I got, the more I noticed it looked like a deer. My friend noticed it and tried to yell at it and try to scare it away, but it didn't react at all. I yelled at it as well, after they did, and it responded by mimicking my voice. I honestly questioned myself and thought I imagined things, so I yelled at it again, and it responded at the same volume, same pitch, precisely in my voice. So, at this point, we realized this was not an animal. We continued the path in silence, but I maintained eye contact with the creature. I felt like this thing was ready to attack us at any given moment, but it just stood there, staring at us. Eventually, we were out of the woods and I could no longer see the glow of its eyes. We made it to our vehicles and felt a sense of relief. I asked my friend, Did you hear it talk back to me? She said that she did, and it sounded just like my voice when it responded to us. If she hadn't heard the voice, I would have assumed I imagined it. We went over what happened, and our stories were the same, except for what we thought was the shadow of the creature. I thought I saw some sort of deer, 
They thought they saw some sort of wolf. After our experience, I had a friend who took us to see a shaman. The shaman believed it was an evil spirit and cleansed us. The experience still shook me up for a long time. My friend was pretty shook up for a few weeks as well. I tried to hire a spiritual advisor online, but when I described the incident and asked for spiritual cleansing of my own, it, it just said that there was none available at this time. At the advice of one of my friends, I burned some tobacco and said a prayer that the entity would hopefully leave me alone. From what I know, skinwalkers are part of Navajo culture, and I'm not sure that's what this was, but it does check more of the boxes than any other supernatural being encrypted. I don't know much about not deer, but it is like what I witnessed as well. I'm not entirely sure whether it's a not deer or something else. Either way, I was absolutely terrified. I live in Oregon. It's not quite a rural town, but our village is small and only about a 10 minute drive to what you would consider a rural town or area. Everyone's heard about the cryptids and lore of the Oregon woods. I wouldn't say I like these woods. They're just vast and terrifying, but at the same time tempting and beckoning. So I stay out of the woods. I don't hunt or fish and I might go hiking every once every couple of months or so with some friends, but I make it a point not to go where I don't feel safe. So, I typically brushed off all the stories about the woods here, until I had experienced something of my own, and I'm ready to share what I saw that night. My friend and I worked the graveyard shift at a local bakery, and we always carpool. So she picks me up at about 11.30pm. The bakery itself is more rural, but the main road in town takes us almost out of there. It's a well-lit road until you get slightly out of town, and since it's the main road through town, there are usually passing cars or people walking, even at nighttime. It takes about 10 minutes to get to work using this road from my house. For about three months, this road was being repaved. We had to stop right before turning into the bakery to wait for the construction crew to finish whatever project they were doing. After two nights of being stopped right outside of work for over an hour, an estimated date of construction being done, being about three months out, we decided to start taking the back roads to work. The back way to work was on the opposite side of town of this main road. It took us out of town, around the outskirts of town, and finally to the bakery for a total of about 30 minutes of travel instead of 10. Heavy wood surrounded this back road. There was a private driveway to every house every five miles or so. No streetlights, no passing cars, no pedestrians. This road was also highly curvy, just constant twists and turns. As expected, we had seen a lot of deer and the occasional possum, squirrel, etc. This night, we started our journey through the back roads just like we had been all week. We got about 10 miles through when my friend went around this bend and suddenly slammed on her brakes. I was on my phone, so I wasn't really paying attention when it happened at first. I look up and this huge buck is right in front of the car. I'm talking about massive, not moose-sized, but one of the most significant bucks I have ever seen. He was just staring directly at us through the windshield. We were just frozen for a moment for some reason. We both looked down at the feet of the deer, and in between its front feet and its back feet was a dead raccoon. 
It was strange. It was a raccoon and its face was pointed toward us. Ringlets on the tail, basically a stereotypical raccoon. Except this thing was also massive. Now, the buck was significant, but large dollars aren't unheard of. This raccoon was the size of a giant dog, like a mastiff. We looked back up at the deer, and it was still staring at us, like it was making eye contact with us both. Its eyes just seemed so evil. My friend flashes her high beams and honks the horn at it, hoping to scare it off. It doesn't run off. Without breaking eye contact with us, it slowly starts walking toward the car. We both are freaked out at this point, and my friend throws it in reverse, backs up, and swerves around the deer. The entire time it moves its head to keep contact with us, pull to the side, and drive away. We look back behind us, and this thing is just standing in the road staring at us still as we move out. We finally went around a curve, and I lost sight of it. But, until then, it never stopped staring right at us. We talked about this a lot and about how weird it was. I didn't think deer ate meat. I'm not a deer expert. I just assumed they were herbivores. But it does turn out they do eat meat in desperate situations. So standing over the dead raccoon was the most unsettling part. Even over the constant eye contact. Luckily, we weren't dumb enough to get out of the car. But I always wonder what would have happened if we did. Since then, I've been aware of the lore around here. I've heard unsettling stories and screams coming from the woods, but this was the only actual encounter I think I've ever had with what we could call the not-deer. Maybe I'm just overthinking this, or maybe I stumbled upon something weird. Has anybody else listening to the show ever encountered this? Now to start everything off, I live in northern Quebec, and I've lived there for about 17 years now. My grandfather used to take me hunting out in the woods when I was 10. He told me one of his stories when I was younger about what I believe could be a not deer that was possibly hunting in the woods. He had told me that livestock had been mysteriously going missing. The animals had been eaten or just taken, is what his thoughts were. But his thoughts were cancelled out when... He saw this giant deer one day. This deer, he said, was the biggest deer he had ever seen in his entire life. It could have easily weighed 400 pounds or more. So as he picked up his gun when he saw the deer, he dialed in his sight for the range at least 200 yards out. When he dialed in his sights, he aimed and took the shot. He said he shot the deer at least twice with an A308 Lapua, but the deer never stood a chance but somehow he said the deer still stood tall. So my grandfather, after a couple of seconds of thinking, I remember this very vaguely, but he picked me up and ran as fast as he could. Once we got back to the cabin, he was out of breath, going downstairs into the basement, picking up every single gun he owns and loading it and cocking it. It was just me and my grandfather and my father, and also I believe my brother-in-law at the time. We all held up our guns high except for me with my tiny little 22 caliber, thinking I would do some damage. We anxiously waited for this thing, this beast, whatever it was, to follow us into the cabin. But after 45 minutes of waiting, nothing happened. Later that day around 7pm, we decided to pack our stuff up and get the hell out of Dodge. But once we got back into the city, we were all very shaken up, and it was a very, very quiet ride home. I'm 32 now, but I remember this very vividly. 
I remember my grandfather and my father telling me the story again when I was 15, saying that Grandpa went out to the exact same woods and never came back. We have never heard or seen from my grandfather again. The last thing we know is he was going out deer hunting, and that's where we saw that giant deer creature. Now I know what some of you are thinking. You guys just saw a deer and your grandfather maybe overreacted. And maybe that's the case. But to be fair, it was incredibly weird. All of the noises in the forest when this thing were around were completely mute. Not a single sound was to be heard. It's entirely indicative of how these not-deer, wendigo, skimwalker encounters go. My dog Charlie has gone missing for two weeks now, and he always, and I mean always, comes back when we whistle and call his name. There have been no dogs looking like Charlie at the pound, and we haven't found any carcasses or bodies anywhere. I personally think this thing got my dog as well. I don't know. There's something in the Quebec woods, and I'm scared that it's hunting my family. A few years ago, I had to commute for my job from about October 2018 to January of 2019. It was nothing special, a retail job, but I live in a rural area in the California foothills, and it was my only option at the time. I would be driving home every night at 11pm to 2am depending on which route I would take. The highway was always deserted at these times and some nights were more peculiar than others, but nothing so extreme as this story. It wasn't uncommon for me to see a lot of wildlife on these drives. I would just take it slow and be alert. Black-tailed deer, coyotes, raccoons. I was well accustomed to all of these animals at this point. One night, I was only about 10 minutes away from home. I rolled up to the usual four-way stop I'd stopped at hundreds of times before. It was probably around 1am, not a soul around. As I came to a complete stop, I saw something standing just off the side of the road across from the intersection. It was obviously an animal, and it was headed toward the road, so I was going to wait for it to cross to continue. It took me a second to really comprehend what it was. At first, I thought it was a horse which, although dangerous, wouldn't be that uncommon for where I live due to irresponsible ranchers and their constantly broken fences. Then, as I started to be able to make out more of what it was as it neared the light from my headlights, I realized something was very wrong with this animal. It was tall. So much so the legs looked like stilt-like. As I sat there, shocked, it slowly stepped into the road and came across my car's direct beam of my headlight. At this point, I realized two things. One, it was taller than my car. And two, its gait was very odd, almost like it didn't know how to properly walk as a deer should. It was like all of its joints wanted to bend the wrong way. It moved slowly into the oncoming lane and then swiveled its head to look back at me. All of the hair on my body rose. What spooked me the most was that this was certainly a deer, or at least something that looked like one. It looked normal in every way except the spider-like legs it was standing on. At this point, I gassed it, and the deer stood unmoving as my car sped past. I investigated my rearview mirror and caught a glimpse of it, crossing the oncoming lane back into the shoulder of the highway, illuminated red by my brake lights. When I got home, I ran to my car, got back to my house, and locked myself in, still understandably freaked out. I never saw it again, and since now I'm sending in my story to the show, 
I was hoping that others may have seen this weird off deer in the area. This was back around 2012 when I was a teen. Around this time, I'd spend the summer in the Lake Conroe area, in this middle-class subdivision near the resort, backing up to the lake. I'd go on walks often and was used to seeing wild animals like owls, ravens, falcons, rabbits, your occasional fox, and deer. I haven't been back since my grandma sold the house. At around 9.30 p.m., I was walking around the neighborhood when I spotted a doe. She was across the street, where the main street that loops around crosses with another residential street, walking out of a patch of woods. It was normal to see deer around here, like I said, but this time it felt different. She was big and thick in stature, with muscle mass thicker around the neck and big cheeks, almost like a cow head. She just stood there in the middle of the street, and I stood there watching her. There was a street light overhead of her, but street lights were sparse there, making everything around her very dark in contrast. We both stood there for about a minute and she didn't look at me. Then she just walked away slowly into another patch of woods and to the other side, but not like how a normal deer would walk. This deer was almost moving like a spider would, but at the same time, looked like it was trying to go back on its hind legs and walk. She eventually approached another patch of woods and disappeared out of sight. I have never been so scared and felt so strange and everything was so quiet outside. There were no bugs, there were no noises. When she crossed into the woods, I thought to myself, what a weird deer. I don't know if it was a not deer or a deer with a disability or genetic defect, but it stuck with me. The moment was ethereal. What do you all think? I have a close trusted friend whose family is Native American and Canadian descent. I think they said it was Chi. I can't really remember, and it's too late to ask. His grandparents are full-blooded Native American, and have passed down stories of skimwalkers and not deer. Not deer are deer that are just not quite right. Like you'll notice the pupil is square or maybe they'll be a little too tall or a little too humanoid. My friend is not scared of anything other than these legends. He shares frequent experiences of not deer and skimwalker throughout his life, but here is the most recent one he has told me. He calls me and our group of friends from out of his grandma's house in the middle of nowhere in Midwest USA. He sounds extremely panicked, saying he tried to call us multiple times, but it wouldn't go through until now. I was driving down a dirt road by my grandmother's house, and I saw a deer in the road, right? I thought it was dead, but it wasn't. It was staring at me. Not in the deer in the headlights way either. It was just like, looking at me like it didn't care, like it expected me to be there. Did you check on it? Maybe it was hurt. No, I didn't. I, I don't mess with stuff like that. I just went around it. But here's the spooky part. I'm going to cry, man. I'm so scared. It'll be okay, dude. Just tell us what happened. We'll stay on the phone with you. There were more of them. Probably like 30 of them all laying down like they were dead, farther down the road, but they were all alive. I didn't see any gunshot marks or anything or any other reason that they'd be doing this. 
They didn't move or react to my car, even honking. Some popped their heads up and just looked at me, but they didn't move. I don't know, guys. I don't like this. And I couldn't get a signal. It was so dark. At this point, none of us really had any explanations and still don't. We were just pretty freaked out as well and thought it was really weird and stayed on the phone with him until he got back to the city we all lived in. He didn't end up continuing down the path. He pulled around and went in another direction. But I'm not entirely sure what to make of this experience. A little detail to understand. I live in the Ozark Mountains. I have about 63 acres of land on a mountainside, and I'm about 20 minutes from both towns near me. My house was originally a cabin built in the 1800s that someone built onto. I don't have much more knowledge on the house because of all the paperwork being burned in a courthouse fire. Weird things have always happened in and around the house, but those are stories for a different time. Last year around February, I had a huge argument with my husband and decided to hike up the mountain to cool off. My husband went to work in his jeep, and I have my five dogs, so I took them and went up the mountain. Normally, my dogs run around through the trees, but they always keep me in their sight. This time, they stuck very close to me. I noted it and just assumed it was because they knew how upset I was. We made it to the clearing, and it just seemed so still up there. I felt a little uneasy but ignored it and climbed up to our deer stand. I sat there for about 20 minutes, taking some pictures. I looked down to see my dogs at the base of the tree standing in different directions in alert stances. The feeling of dread washed over me. I scrambled down the deer stand and walked across the clearing with dogs in tow. I did not want to run because we do have predators in the area. Suddenly, I hear what sounds like loud whistling. I stopped in my tracks. My dogs are now on high alert and are all staring behind me to the left. My husband's voice came from that direction. He was screaming my name like something was wrong. I cannot describe the fear that came over me. I continued to walk down the mountain and walked over to my husband asking him what was wrong. He looked at me confused and told me he had no idea what I was talking about. I kind of forgot about it until today. I woke up to loud whistling outside of my house at around 4 to 5 a.m., it was the same whistling I used to call my dogs home with. Parts of the whistle was wrong, though. All of my dogs were inside, and my husband was still asleep. Part of me told me to go check it out, but a voice in my head told me not to. I listened to the voice. I'm not sure if this was a not deer, a tall deer, a skimwalker, a wendigo, whatever you want to call them, but it was definitely creepy and seems to fit the bill. A few months back, I was staying the night at one of my friend's house. He lives on the far edge of town in Utah. He still had neighbors around, but there was a lot of forest around it, and it was next to a canyon. I don't know if the scenery helps to the story, but I will try to list every detail of my encounter. I was staying the night, and my girlfriend also came over to hang out for a while. We hang out, and everything is fine and fun and great. 1am rolls around and I had to work at 6am in another town about 30 minutes away. So I said, hey, maybe you should leave so I can get some sleep before work. And at this time, my friend was going to sleep as well, and it was just me and her. As we were walking to her car, I started feeling uneasy, like I could hear something. We get to the driver's side of her car, 
and I give her a hug goodbye. As I'm hugging my girlfriend, I look behind her and I'm struck with shock and fear as I see a creature maybe 8 to 9 feet tall, resembling a very skinny deer. It was standing next to a cherry tree on the side of my friend's driveway. It was bipedal and very skinny. The moon was out so I could see the creature clearly but not so much color in detail. The legs were bent backward like deer legs or like the back of a moose leg. It slouched a lot and I still couldn't see its face but it was in the leaves of the cherry tree which meant it must be 11 to 12 feet tall. I remember not being able to talk too much except for saying goodbye to my girlfriend. I don't know why but I couldn't tell her to look behind her. Before I let go of her, I saw the creature move. It took off running toward the tree line. What absolutely baffled my mind was the speed of the creature. It looked impossible, as if it was blurry when it started running. I remember it looked right at me through the leaves even though I couldn't see its face, just the piercing eyes. It was the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. What was the worst thing about the experience was the emotions attached to seeing what I saw. I felt like my confidence and emotions were attacked. I have never felt the feeling of fear like this before, and I've been charged by full-grown bears. After my girlfriend got into her car, I stood in that very spot from where I hugged her until she left the driveway. I don't know if it was out of fear or making sure she left safely. I don't know what to do, so I slowly walked over to my car and got in. I called my friend multiple times and he was asleep and didn't answer. I looked out my window after several minutes and I looked to the left and saw my friend's cat Avery. I tried to think logically. If my friend's cat, which was probably something with better sense than I was, was out here, I'm probably overthinking things and it probably was safe. So I got out and stood next to Avery. Next thing I know, it sounds like there's a Clydesdale horse running through deep growth in the forest. Avery started running for the door and I sprinted faster than Avery could and got inside. For the next three hours, I sobbed and cried like I did when my dog died when I was 12. The fear I felt was indescribably powerful. I also remember it had long arms and when it ran, it used all of its limbs. Please, anybody let me know if this is a real creature. It gives me goosebumps to this day thinking about it, and writing this brought me to tears. Just thinking about this experience is so creepy. Thanks for listening to these creepy and allegedly true not-deer horror stories. If you enjoyed these stories, please be sure to hit that like button as it helps me out a ton. The more likes this episode gets, the more YouTube promotes it in the algorithm, and that's incredibly helpful to the show. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please give this episode a 5-star rating, as it helps me out a ton over there. If you're new to the swamp, why not join us? Hit the subscribe button and turn on notifications to never miss a new episode as I upload them nearly every single day on all things natural and supernatural. I'd love to know in the comments down below what story tonight was your favorite. I know, I know, it's always so hard to pick one. If you're on the go but don't have YouTube Premium but would still like to download and listen to your favorite Swamp Dweller scary stories no matter where you are, you can download them absolutely free from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and just about everywhere else you find your favorite podcast online. If you would like to support The Swamp outside of hitting that like button, subscribing, and potentially leaving us a comment down below, maybe check out the merch store. I have everything from t-shirts, 
hoodies, face masks, and more. I'd love to see you guys wearing some cool Swamp Threads. If you have a story that you would like to share in a future episode, whether it's an encounter with a not-deer or something else, be sure to submit your story at SwampDweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. It's stories like yours that truly help keep this show going on a daily basis. Don't forget to join me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and I'll see you all soon with another creepy episode.